0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. And thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Talking Each Other Home. I am your host, Danny, And joining us today, we have Rhea Wang, uh, my friend, spiritual teacher and mentor and sound bowl healer. I met her in our TEDx training group called Thought Leader, and we connected over Zoom like in the private chat, and I was like, oh my goodness, we need to collaborate and talk and connect, and it's been amazing ever since, and I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. Uh, She has got an incredible story. She was born in China and has this story of building seven businesses, realizing that that was not happiness, selling it, going on the spiritual pilgrimage to Tibet and to India and doing all of these things to meet her soul and to connect to herself at a deeper level and find true joy, true meaning, true happiness. And in this episode, which I'm so excited for you to listen to, uh, we talk about self-love, We talk about joy, going on journeys of the self, little tools that everybody can use right now in this moment to get closer to themselves and to love themselves more. And through this, we talk about her journey, what she has coming up next, what she's done, what she's seen. We talk about meditation, one of my favorite things in the world. And all the different uh, intensives that she's been in. She's been to silent retreats. She's done 21 days of meditation. She teaches meditation. And so we go really deep in the most beautiful way in this episode. And it was wonderful to record. And I hope that you enjoy listening to it and watching it as much as I enjoyed it. And um, just a little bit about Rhea and I and what we have coming up. And I'll put the link in the show description, but we're doing a donation-based or free journey on 9-9 at 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific time, which will be all about the full moon and the energy. We'll do a little bit of breath work, and then she'll take us away in beautiful sound healing vibration. So headphones are recommended. And if you want to join, uh, the link will be in the description. So just click it, and we'll see you on 9-9 at 9 p.m. Alignment Sauce. Um, But anyway, enjoy this episode and I hope to see you at the event. And just a quick little bit about our sponsors, Conscious Champion. So it's been a little while since I recorded a podcast, you guys, and we did the retreat, which went incredible. I mean, unforgettable magic are the only two words that I have for it. Maybe I should record a separate podcast and tell you about it. And now I'm in the middle of Conscious Kids, which is a kid's course designed to teach them a little bit about the universe and about the power and the magic and the wonder that they have within them and all around them and actually read is coming tonight, which is uh, August 26th when I'm recording this, she's coming on tonight to end our class with sound healing for all the kids. Ah, And it's been so sweet. We go over gratitude and meditation every class we've been learning about vibration and about energy and karma and manifesting. And it's been so fun. I mean, so fun. And so, you know, always contact me if you have any questions or want to be involved in any of the courses that I do. And I'm probably going to launch another Conscious Champion coming up here in about a month. So if you're an athlete athlete out there and you want to develop a spiritual connection and a strong, healthy mindset, let me know. I'm starting to gather some of the guest speakers now, and um, I would love to meet you and see you and be a little part of your journey. All right. Well, that's it. Let's go ahead and get into the show. Peace and love. Namaste out there, everybody. Thank you so much for your time and energy as always. And I hope you enjoy the show. Hello Ria, welcome to Talking Each Other Home. I am so excited to have you with us today.
1: Thank you, Danny. I'm so excited to have to be here. Mm.
0: Um so everybody listening, so I met Ria in we're in a program called Thought Leader. We're both being trained to do TED Talks, TEDx Talks right now. And I heard her talking and we just connected kind of through the private chat and the Zoom and then you know, we've started to collaborate together. We have a um an event coming up on nine, nine at 9 PM. If you want to join us, I'll put the link in the description, but it's going to be sound healing by Rhea and all of this beautiful root chakra vibration stuff. And I'm going to do a little bit of breath work and talk about the moon. So you can consider this your full moon ritual. But I think this is the beginning of a very exciting uh, journey of me and Rhea collaborating and creating together. So anyway, Rhea, welcome to the podcast. Hello.
1: Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, Dina. Thank you. For being, have, have you have
0: me, <laughs> of course. So I guess let's first start with a little bit about your journey, um, where you grew up. And I know that you have quite a deep and powerful story to tell. So um, let's start there and then go into a little bit of what you do today and what brought you to being the coach and guide and healer that you are.
1: Oh, talk about the journey. You know, I always have so many. I always say when people ask me, so tell me a little bit about your journey. I said, which part?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I guess from when you started growing up, I know that like it wasn't the most easy childhood and the whole journey and going. Yeah, so I guess just start from kind of when you were young, where it all started for you.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think... uh, because the culture different, than I was grew up in China, the southern mountain mountains. At that time, you know, you probably heard the girl is not important. So when I was be born, when I was born next day, I was be sold uh, to another family. So that growing up from that um, trauma, self uh, childhood trauma, that. Affect with a lot stress anxiety, always think of myself is never good enough mm. want to keep to prove the world. I'm worthy so that um triggered a lot of self criticizing so I have a, so the whole story on and on you can see I think many people probably have that experience. It's not just said be sold but growing up have a Mm, like abuse parents, parents, or, you know, alcoholic. So all of them, unfortunately, have a lot of kids growing up with different environment that's not really great. So that's probably when you grow up, you will have a lot of hurt in your heart.
0: Mm, yeah, and so many out there do have a lot of hurt in their heart. And I think the lesson of being enough is something I think all of us wish that we knew so much earlier versus having to go through all of these different things. And I know that you took journeys through Tibet and like the Himalaya and like all of these different things, which is like my absolute dream. So I would love to go into that part of your journey as well because I just drool hearing that. Um, So let let me in a little bit on your Tibet stories and all of the traveling that you did for a couple of years.
1: Yes. So then why I'm going to the Tibet? I think I've heard the calling. Have mm-hmm. you ever trust your intuition that you have gut feelings? Like you just said, oh, I always want to go into the Tibet. Probably that in your consciousness, you always have something calling you. I think everybody meet just like you and I meet here. So we it's have meanings that we create a wonderful work together keep evolving. And come back to my story. So I was going on. Come back to my story. Like I said, when I growing up feeling never good enough, lead a, a lot of anxiety and uh, even I had a panic attack because I'm keep push myself in the age. I was sad if I um if I achieve achieved the success like business, bad house, taking care of other people people, all of the people think about that success, I will be happy, but really it's not. I find out, so focus on outside achievement, that doesn't give me peace and happiness. Mm. When I was having a panic attack, I heard the voice behind me say, Rhea, do you really want to live your life like this? Mm. You know, when I was in the, uh, I called 911 in the um, road to the hospital. I heard the words say, think if you die now, is that what your life meaning to you? That moment, I know I need a shift. Mm-hmm. So after I built the seven business, uh, I sold all. I After six months, after six months from my panic attack, um, then I started searching then for some reason I just hear the voice say, go to Tibet. I said why? You know, have you ever hear about the, you 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 have the voice behind the, you always say something to mm-hmm. this do that? No. So <laughs> why? I don't know why. Just go. So yes. Then I went to the Tibet. I go through. I sold my house, sold my business, sold everything I owned. Mm. Then. I went to Tibet, I spent three months in Tibet through all of the village. Then I stayed in the monastery that was 13,000 elevation high, the biggest monastery in the world. I stayed there doing the chanting, meditation, and also really shift my mind also in Tibet, one place that cultures that day I went to, to see the funeral. Have you ever heard of the sky brood? How do say that? So when people die, the culture, the family, will be carry the body, go to really, really high the mountain, they give the body to the shaman, then they, they cut each piece of the body, then to fit the orchard. So I su- maybe I shouldn't say that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, it's, it's interesting though, because in India, they have certain rituals when they die too, and they burn and then they throw them in the river and, um, you know, respectfully, of course, sacredly, of course, but it's just interesting to hear the different things that they do. And it's not, it's not to be scary for the Tibetans. It's actually a, a, a sacred practice and it's beautiful. So it's interesting. It's like a little jarring at first, but I get it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's it's sacred for them because they believe with body is uh versatile, it's uh, when you die, so uh, you sacrifice your body to feed the birds, then the birds, they call the sacred birds, so then, you know, your spirits will be free, that was the whole practice, so that day I was the seven bodies be cut off there so anyway that moment that day was really shift I was thinking about what is meaning of my life if I die what will be so that give you a lot of question to deeply reflection who you are what you want to be where in this life is really short but also, if you don't, you believe your life will be returned. Just imagine your body is virtual, and like your clothes, you wear this now, then this old. Then you have, you can, you get the chance to get the new clothes. Then you get the chance to come back. How wonderful is that? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't, doesn't have, you wouldn't feel the fear anymore. So that was one of my story in the Tibet. that really shifted me. And changing them myself a lot. Then I go through another three months in India. I will do the 10 days silence meditation. You know, we do from morning 4.30 to nine o'clock, 10 days silence. You just sit there. That was a traumatic shift for me also. You know, the, the we use so much with five cents. How do you see how do you hear how do you smell how do you speak how your body feel all of these five senses. that 10 days really is helped me to reason my sixth sense i remember that last day i was there oh my gosh i i suddenly feel the lotus flower the purple lotus flower growing from my heart and I keep growing growing then it started opening in my third eye here. In that moment, I was like, oh my God, what is going on? What is this? But when that moment you said, what is this? The mind take in. So everything is gone. (laughs) But that bliss and that peace is beautiful. So I can on and on take a lot of story, tell you about my story. So last quick story is, when I was in India, also I did 21 days meditation. That means we have seven days laughing, seven days crying, seven days silence. So we have 28 people from 24 different countries that also is a deep cleaning because we're growing up, you know, you hear that your parents or even society, what I said, you cannot cry like this. You must be strong. You cannot laugh like this. You must be blah, blah, a lot of condition. So through that meditation, I released all of the condition. So you can just laughing without a reason. You can cry, just quiet is cleaning. Don't think quiet is negative. Mm. So that you know on and on in the past two and three years I traveled like 30 countries 100 cities just deeply to discovering my soul and my knowledge of healing and sun healing meditation all different type the main things is for me I finally I was I talk to you I fall in love with myself each morning no longer waiting to prove who i am anymore just my heart vibrates with the gratitude of love of life
0: mm. i could that's making my eyes water that's so beautiful wow yeah mm-hmm. so I got a question just came up for me. So you went on this beautiful journey, this pilgrimage of the soul all the way across continents Um, for people who don't have the means to travel to Tibet, to India. um, What do you suggest they do to go on a pilgrimage of soul, maybe right here in the United States? Because that might be a little bit more accessible.
1: Mm, that's a great question, um, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> It's not everybody have to go into Tibet to find your soul, right? I think we are uh, the big things is what you can tap in inside you. I believe each of us come to this world is unique. You have your own uniqueness. Just we are so much outside of the world. Then grew up, growing up to be taught, then lost who we are. Mm-hmm. Really the big things can shift you if you focus more than turning you outside the world towards your inside. That's what I always talk about. Self-love, start self-love. You know, we always have some, sometimes to judge yourself well, here, not good enough. Here is not looking like you, super beautiful. Probably sometimes you will say, oh, I wish I were be there, the more prettier. I'll, everybody have that voice inside you is if you you if you are aware you're doing that more to just self criticize then you need to do more practice really accept who you are how do you be more like you said more spiritual awakening i always tell people the daily practice is really important mm-hmm. the meditation is the key into there. I know a lot of people say, I cannot meditate in for five minutes. That like me, like 10 years ago, I couldn't meditate for five minutes. How do you can really stay then to practice, then to have shift? At least you can do five to 15 minutes. You know, breath work, like a sun healing. We have so many tools the sun healing and the breastwork work together that help you really you not just say five minutes you probably go to 15 minutes 30 minutes you go to more deeper when you really go into deep with your heart you can more accept you you will be starting to love yourself mm. when you start to love yourself you will brother a lot of confidence then you will be feel loved hurt then you want to share you want to help other people so that's a circle of the um um uh, energy that will be brought the the life and the world is a bad place
0: yes so go within i heard go within turn every turn your outside world inside and start to practice self love and loving who you really are. And maybe it's like loving who you really are, not this body, not this mind, not what you can achieve on the outside world, but it's loving your soul and your spirit and who you are as like a little spark of the universe. Walking around here, it's like loving that piece of you and then shining it outside. And I love that you said we have so many tools. We really do between, like you said, sound healing, meditation, like studying scripture studying i'm like right now i'm studying the gita so like i do have a little piece of india here with me and even psychedelics and doing things like that so i love that you said there really are so many tools and there is no excuse why people can't turn their outside world inside and start the journey inward mm. yeah
1: it's uh, also i want to share a little bit uh, it's uh, about the uh, three uh full place how do you mentally spiritually and uh, uh, physical emotionally balanced first of all the physical when we say physical doesn't mean um, you go to work out every day uh, for 30 minutes a day yes if you can do that that's amazing wonderful but the uh, majority of people doesn't do that but at least one thing everybody can do do 15 minutes walk when you walk, it's not just walking rush. When you walk, you reason your awareness. So how do you see, How do you smell? How is the sun, How is the water brought out naturally to your body? That is the physical, the uh, self-love then we i said mental self-love is also is how to feed your mind so you feed your mind with study like you you love study all different type of things that make you and study something maybe read some book or talk with some people lifting you up not putting you down then do more research what's that natural in your mind it's not just i know we all in the computer in the phone so much even in your computer you can watch some laughing videos or something fading your mind relax not always getting nervous that's mm-hmm. the mental self-love then come to emotional self-love i will say touch your heart listen more your heart then mm-hmm very simple the, the exercise everybody can do like you just did put, put the hands on your heart then fold uh, feel your heart be then breathing with that if you can do that every day 10 minutes you will feel beloved mm. just by yourself then spiritual awakening then the self-love so self-love have all a different part then spiritual awakening then like i said do the practice of meditation then do the practice of breath work they have millions of tools natural and free you know online you can find everything this if you can do all of this for uh, feeding yourself you will be feel beloved you will be start a shift you don't need to go to Tibet.
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: yes, that is the simple can be.
0: Wow, it really is so simple. Hmm. And then when you create from that place of self love versus trying to prove yourself and trying to be successful to the world, when you start creating courses and whatever it is from that place of love, like you working is actually an act of self love. So like even when you're working and putting all this energy in and you're doing things and working. You're feeding your self-love machine back at you.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like yesterday, I just have a session with my clients, one of my clients. She, when she, before I meet her, she tell me she have a panic attack for twice a week in past two years, sometimes become daily. Then so so goes through the healing with me, just two sessions. She haven't had have a panic attack for two months twice a week for having had for two months each time she was so she feels so much she just read the testimonial for me yesterday was brought my tears up so that when people really appreciate your work and also you feel to be loved Mm. that is the fulfilling moment in my heart so that i feel i love myself more because i'm not living my life just for myself. I live my life also helping other people feel, be loved, feel, be grounded. Then that's energy between everybody. That will be the world, will be the better place.
0: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I always
1: say, giving and receiving.
0: Awesome. I love it. And the, I love that the intention behind your work is Kind of higher than this 3D dimension. It's higher than the material world of I'm going to get this, I'm going to do this. It's like no, we're making the world a better place. We're helping people live with love. For me, that feels higher than just a normal. I'm going to make five thousand dollars a month and I'm going to get this house and buy this car. Like that's very 3D for me. Um, but I think when we can start serving with the higher wisdom, that's where the juice is. Um, and I think a lot of people maybe don't trust that if they go to that level that they're gonna get all this stuff down here at the 3D. So it's almost like trusting that you can be of service in the name of love and helping the universe succeed. So I love, I love that. Um, Definitely,
1: yes. I love what you just said. I think that's what uh, before was me, you know, the basic achieve, how much the money you make, uh, how much house you buy, the, all outside of the world material to prove. Yes, when you got something you achieve, you're happy at that moment that's when I talk about what difference between happiness and the joy one is outside of the world one is vibrated in your heart yeah. so also I wanted to say a little bit more of this about the self-love we all heard so many people say yes I know I know how to be self-loved I wanted to say self-love not just I uh, take a vacation just for for vacation for myself because I love myself. Yes, that's great. Then I treat myself some some food I want to have. That's wonderful. Also self-love I want to say it's layers of healing. So healing from your trauma, healing from your emotions, healing from your mental illness, healing from all different layers. So that if you are aware of that, that will be started, layers, layers, go deeper inside you. That's the place, how do you feel beloved? That is my destination of self-love.
0: Mm, healing, what a beautiful, what a beautiful parallel to draw between healing and self-love. Yeah, and it's almost like when you tap into healing, you start the journey of self-love or you're on the journey of self-love and now you want to heal. So I think they are uh, they create a beautiful relationship um, or symbiosis together. I love that. Thank you for saying that. And I think self-love is something that people hear a lot, but they don't actually know what it means or know what to do, or they think, oh, it's self-love, like I need to love myself. But though all the different layers and even the mental, physical, spiritual, emotional stuff that you just mentioned- I haven't even heard that before or like explored that. And I think that I'm actually, I need to practice that a little bit more. So thank you for sharing that. Mm, I actually you. got a lot out of that.
1: Yeah, I was uh, said, like, uh, I told you, I will be going to walk in the pilgrimage. <gasps> yes, yes. To the span, that also is part of my self-love. As I was sharing, you know, when I was grew up, was be abandoned. That's how to make myself feel more loved. My self-love. Having my birthdays, I will do something for myself. That something help me go through the challenge to expanding myself, to make me stronger, then mm-hmm. make make me more proud. So that's, I will be going to do the 100 miles walking in Spain to do probably 10 to 15 miles a day for eight days. That help is challenging. I know it's a super challenge, but I know after challenge, I will feel so proud. I feel so great. Mm-hmm. That's the way how to fit myself, the self-love.
0: I love that one. That's like, that's something that I love challenging. I love tough love. I think from being an athlete or doing whatever I did, like I love it when it's challenging like that because I know the other side of that is astronomical benefits. So you're going to go walk a hundred miles over the course of eight days, which, which might mean 10 to 15 miles a day in Spain. Is there a name for this walk? Where people oh yeah, can- that's
1: a, uh, I think it's a famous road called Camino San Diego. Amino, San if you, Diego. Yes, if you search the um, pilgrimage in Spain, that for thousands of years, people have been walking on the road. People walking on that road have different reasons. Some people for spiritual uh, awakening. So like what I go walk, one is my connect my spirit, another sense is my physical challenge. You know, And some people can just go walk for meeting a lot of people from all over the world. So, and I heard um, also that though How special it is. they said, the road was paralleled with Milky Way, you know, the sky Milky Way. So if you walk on that road, you will be finding your soul. Of course, we always have the soul inside us. The whole progress, I think it's over 700 miles. It's across the, um, across French to Spain and to Portugal. But this time I only walk for last 100 miles, but I will be finished that whole 700 that's on my list. Maybe next time you can go walk with me.
0: I would love to do something like that. Yes. Yes. Let's plan it. Let me know. I will go. I would love that. I even want to go do the 100 miles. That sounds amazing. So you're going next month?
1: Yes. I'm going to next month. For your
0: birthday, right?
1: for my birthday, because I'm going to work out of that. Then also after that, I will meet the uh, two friends, we reunion. That two friends is I just shared with you in the India, we're in that 21 days silent, uh, 21 days laughing, crying, silent meditation. So we connect with our soul, we become soul sister. So one from the um, UK, one from um, Norway. So we will be reunion after five years in Amsterdam that also fading my emotions come again fading my emotions that everything I do is from the deeply love myself
0: Mm, I love this it makes me want to rethink everything I'm about to do in my life and go is this in the name of self-love because um, even this whole trip, I mean, you hit the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional. This whole trip for you is all of that. What a way to celebrate your birthday.
1: Thank you. Yes, <gasps> yes. That's because before I celebrate birthday, when no, you know, you always feel sad, oh, that day you'll be abandoned, right? But you can shift that. Shift that to become, celebrate your life. How amazing, how uh, how much is a gratitude, That's what I talk about, from self-love to self-healing, to self-empower, then inspire others. That's how do you shift from that total journey to live the life with joy and passion.
0: Whoa, that was huge what you just said. So from self-love. To self-healing, to self-empowerment were those the three kind of steps. And then you inspire others, and kind of that's that's when your soul is coming out in the name of love and you touch other people. Yes. Love. Love this. Love where this talk went already. <laughs> we had nothing planned, everybody. We were just like, let's just talk and see where it goes. Um okay. So when did you, so I know that you're like, you've given me some amazing little sound baths. I mean, I think one was like five minutes, but I still remember it and feel the power that we had together just over zoom. Um, and so where did, did your sound healing journey begin? Where did you get trained? And I know you have like 35 sound balls or something now at this point. So I'm so curious about how that journey came to be for you.
1: So that journey really comes from like uh, seven years ago when I have a panic attack, when I have the a, anxiety, a, um, a, a I was have really bad anxiety. I couldn't go out, talk with people for five minutes because I was just so, my body, my mind, is just at that moment, really unstable. I went to, you know, I went to surgery, then I went to the Kaiser doing some, um, a uh, then he's lotion and, you know, panic. How do you, they help you that then go to see a psychiatrist. So I want to say is uh, when I go to the walk into the room, I see a uh, many people there around uh, like early age, like thirties to forties. Mm-hmm. So that I, that time I was 40, I was feel sad. I said, wow, so many people like us, you know, so many people have that anxiety disorder. Some people have this panic, like what I had. So that time they talk about the meditation, talk about the breath work. So I did feel, but I know that doesn't really help myself because I couldn't go more deeper. So I was, couldn't continue to, so I was thinking, Where's the way I can really help myself? I cannot do things like this. I go to see a psychiatrist. Really, she's more younger than me. I didn't know. I don't think she know anything about what she talk about because she never have an experience about that, you know. So at that moment, I'm more the doer. My friends call me. If I think something, I'm just do it put it in action. So then I just bought the ticket to fly to Sandona. That's the first time I went to Sandona. And then I take, a, I, I go into the Grand Canyon. I remember that day, I was walk seven hours in the Grand Canyon. When standing there, look at the Canyon, so big. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. This is big. Why I'm so stressed out with my little sense? What is that? How is that the trigger me? So there must be the life is more than that. Then the back story is, is after I walk seven hours from Grand Canyon, I come out, I forgot where's my car parking because I rented the car, take me an hour and a half, to find some driver, help me find my car. When I'm driving from Grand Canyon to Sandona that road is the middle of the night is I got lost so many times. My God, the Santona is already 1am. But that is not the journey I wanted to say. I started searching when I come back, start searching sun healing, how sun vibrates in our heart. You know, we body over 70% with this water. So when the sun come in, that vibration can break down any cycles of your holding the emotions even you holding the thoughts, everything can break up. You recreate. That was how I started the sun healing journey. Then I went to San Francisco, did the 20 days intensive, 12 hours a day, 10 to 12 hours a day, intensive healing with study, got my California sun healing therapies. Then go to more deeper into that, go to Tibet, go to the world, to learning, learning, learning. That's how I started my journey with sound healing.
0: Love it. That's incredible. I There's something about the intensive stuff that really excites me. Like I would love to be learning for 12 hours a day for 10 days. I would just soak it all up. But I love... um your conviction in the sound healing too. And all of the studying that you've done, because some people think that you're just playing a pretty sound on a sound bowl, but no, this is like ancient practices. Like when you go back over to Tibet, this is stuff that's been around for so long and there's science with the vibration to prove that it does break up our energy and like, the way I explain it to people sometimes too is that we're water, we're mostly water. And when sound hits water, it vibrates it. So when we have these beautiful frequencies of the root chakra or G or F or these different things that they're playing, we are literally becoming that vibration. And so there's science, there's spirituality, there's lineage, there's ancestry to all of this sound stuff. Um, and I'm just starting to learn about it and get really um, excited about it.
1: Yeah, that's a talk about it, you know, each time I'm doing the events when doing I told you this tomorrow I have an event what? in person so I each time I'm doing the event I also doing last time I did the private event so each time on the event I will be have the people have a breakthrough once I break through, it's they just start crying all mm. the tears all of the emotion all the things they hold in your body they couldn't hold anymore just let re, released. So that's how sun is powerful. And also, I remember once I was in Taiwan, I teaching sun healing in the water. Have you ever heard about that? No. Mm, In the future, maybe we can do in some events like that. So sun traveling in the water is 10 times faster in the air. So when I was doing that sun healing in the water, my, my clients was when I was in the water I was floating I feel so peaceful but suddenly when the sun comes in that straight to my heart then my tears just, just lay out. My tears just come out. He said after that, oh my gosh, for days, for weeks, my 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 peace in my heart he said is that every time I go to that center, I just feel the tears, tear of the joy and the love. Mm. that's what I wanted to say Sound healing. And um, it's not just you find the ball, and you hate it. Then, you know, some people do that. So they think that is sound healing. Sound healing also have layers knowledge, the layers. How do you do? And uh, like if some people already have anxiety, sometimes if you don't know the knowledge, you put the sound healing that makes that a voice then if some people feel very depressed then you make a really low voice that make more depressed so there also is layers of knowledge i wanted to say where of knowledge i go through tibet in the past 20 years i went to three times in tibet for 20 years i think uh, I want, I want to say, um, maybe some people will be thinking it's but for me, that was one of my past life there. Yeah. Once in my meditation, I was, I was tapping, meet my past self. Wow.
0: I love that stuff. And I believe it too. I totally, absolutely believe Because something drew you there. And for me, it's India. Like I would love to go to India. I get goosebumps even when I say the word. And so I think that I was um, from India in a past life. I I have to be, there's this inclination for me to want to go there. And like, what, where does that come from? Like, why don't I want to go to Bali? I want to go to Tibet. Why don't I want to go to Australia? I mean, I want to go to India versus like Australia or anywhere else in the world. And my mom is like, why do you want to go to India? Like it's a third (laughs) world country. Why do you want to go there? And I'm like, I want to go be with the people and go to the temples. And there's so much more than just you know,
1: definitely I think you I think you should go. maybe next time we can go together again. I've been to three times India also, mm-hmm. like uh, last time I tell you about, I have the dream three days in a row, same dream over over again, then I wake up that I realize it that is one of my another past life in there. Mm.
0: So w- when you go to India, do you go back to the same place every time or have you been different places?
1: I most go to different places. Okay. Sometimes I reply, uh, go to the same place because of my friends there. Yeah. But the most time I go to all different places. India is huge, you know. Yeah. And also, you know, why many people go to India to the just little sad stories go to for, uh, for spiritual, you know, searching or things. Mm-hmm. We talk about the chakras. So you can Google that on, on Google. So we have earth chakra. Mm-hmm. Then in India and Tibet. The Taba- India, they share the Tibetan mountains in Tibet. So that's why a Tibet knowledge, India and there. So because that was earth, seven Chakra is our crown chakra for enlightenment. Al- yes. That's why they have a lot of groups, have a lot of teachers
0: oh so india in tibet that's where the seventh chakra is located on the earth Mm -hmm. or the root okay where's the root located
1: the people say that it's in here where i live in uh, close the mountain chasta
0: oh okay cool all right next
1: time you can come visit me you can find the reason now so come visit me go to mountain chasta so go to do your roots roots connections
0: Hmm. yes that's interesting about the the crown chakra being over there in india and tibet area because yeah there is a lot of spirituality over there i've never really looked into that or thought of it but that makes perfect sense i wonder where
1: uh, traveling i always like to search where's the sacred site where's the since i like to travel all the sacred lines
0: do you know where the sacral chakra is the second one
1: uh some people say it's in uh Honolulu, uh, not Honolulu, in hawaii some people say it's in um i think in peru i'm not sure peru is the third one or the second one you can google it
0: okay so, i'll google it
1: google, so earth chakra where's location in yeah. the earth chakra so go to each place and then also the you know the third eye we talk about third eye. i was in um, uh meditating two, three weeks in front of the pyramids. Pyramids is a third eye chakra.
0: Whoa. You're meditating for two or three weeks in front of the pyramids?
1: Yes. I will send you a photo (laughs) later on. I I rented the room just in front of the pyramids. I have my feet on the windows to take the photo.
0: Oh my gosh. You have done the coolest stuff, (laughs) Ria. You have lived like my dream life. that's what I wanted to say was the
1: last sense is when I sold my business, sell my house, sell everything, I didn't know what my future will be. I'm just tired of the life I was living with that. Mm-hmm. So my daughter was asking me, said, Mom, you come to America and start everything, nothing, then you build everything, have your house, have your business, now you sell everything, go to travel, spend all of your money, you will become back home, become homeless, right? You not do that, right? So that was a fear. That was, I think many people's fear to do something unknown. But uh, I told my daughter, I said, hard. think about it. Mom come here, yes, I don't know anybody. I don't speak English, but I can build all of this. What do you think after three years world traveling, I learning more things, I wouldn't build something more bigger.
0: Oh, I just got goosebumps. But I be honest,
1: I I have fear. I have lots, lots of fears. I'm just keep going to (laughs) overcome with my fear. If you don't do that, so that's why I want to talk about the shift, the change. If you don't change, you don't do actions, that you still hold where you, you are. No matter how many thoughts, how many you want to do, that doesn't take you go anywhere actions, no matter that maybe the action you take not take you where you want, but at least shift changed where you was. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. So I want to talk a little bit about the fears, because the fear of the unknown is something that will make people stay exactly where they are in the same town for the rest of their life. And so I guess I want to talk a little bit about walking through the fear anyway, like with courage Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and maybe, you know, and the piece of advice that I give people when they want to make a shift, but they don't know where to go. They don't know what their future is going to be, but they know that they don't want to be where they are right now. Mm -hmm. i say, follow the good feeling. Like, how could that lead you to a bad feeling place? If you, if you're following a good feeling, um, even if you don't know where you're going to end up yet, uh, so I think about so that's something that helps me move through fear is the good feeling of it and the curiosity. But I'm curious what helps you move through the fear of selling everything that you built up and then mo- traveling for your soul.
1: I, like I said, the, um, Danny, I have a lot of fear when I, after I sold my business, sold everything, started my journey. I didn't know what is next unfolding, and but uh, I'm just keep going because I follow my gut feelings Ooh. the gods there tell me you need a change how to change I don't know yet you will find out so when you're on the journey that's when they talk about because the journey for me sometimes like you're climbing on the mountain you cannot see what is behind the mountain but when you're on the top on the mountain or you go go to the, the climbing there you will be have a surprise that's how I find my Passion, my now my fulfillment becomes a spiritual teacher. I didn't know before I sold my business. You know, I always focus build a business, spa awareness. I think focus more. I I think I know everything, but after that, when tap in more higher energy, more higher vision of myself, I don't know anything. But I'm excited. I'm curious. That brought more joy. So following your guts, following your intuition, trust that mm. sometimes the fear, fear is not good feelings, you know, but think about the fear is like our shadows. We all have a shadow, you can never say, you never have a fear anymore. You can never say, I really never have a shadow. If you walk under the sun, you always have a shadow. Mm-hmm. But make friends with your shadow instead of fighting with your shadow. That's come back. I, I always teaching the shadow work, work uh, workshop. So work with your shadow. The fear can lead you. The fear can be your best the tool to help you start with fear then transform to become fulfilling moments
0: work with the shadow make friends with your shadow that is great and i love that um because i i'm starting to learn the power of shadow work i think over this last maybe year or so i've really been like curious like seeking out the shadow work because i know that the mm-hmm. more that i go into that and the more that i work with it the higher vibe that i will vibrate because that won't be holding me down anymore um and so like i always talk about how raising your vibration isn't just doing all the beautiful sunshine rainbow stuff Rais- raising your vibration is also cutting ties with the lower more shadowy vibrations um so i love that and sometimes fear can point the way so i actually have a question um when so following your gut feeling, and maybe maybe we all intrinsically know this, but when our head is speaking and when our heart is speaking or our gut is speaking, how do you begin to decipher between the two?
1: Mm, that's a wonderful question, darling. Yes, <laughs> always connect the center, the center of your heart. So mm-hmm. always when you connect the center, put the hands on your heart so you already connect with your body. When you focus, that's the calm, the sense. When you focus breathing, like you're teaching the breathing exercise. Even some people don't need really knowledge about the breathing exercise. Everybody know how to breathing, right? Then focus your breathing with your heartbeat. That can calm down all of your nerve, all of your mind, all of the thoughts. And the most important is we are not saying release the thoughts, it's watching your thoughts. Observe your thoughts. Meditation really is observe your thoughts. It's not like get out your thoughts. You never have thoughts anymore. Just think about your thoughts like a clouds. Think about your emotions. Think about your life. Think about everything. Nothing is permanent. Mm-hmm. Everything is come and goes. Your emotion, especially your fear, come and goes. Only the fear stay is you hold on. Mm -hmm. If you don't hold your fear, the fear will be gone.
0: Yes, it reminds me of the term, like which wolf are you feeding? So if you feed the fear, of course it's gonna stay. It likes to get fed. But if you don't really feed it, if you kind of let it pass through you, um, then of course it doesn't say, I love that. So, okay, I have another question that came up when you were talking. So you've done a lot of meditation journeys, whether it be, you know, the, the even the laughing, the crying, that's a beautiful meditation journey too. Um, in your experience, in your opinion, what, why do we meditate? What is meditation for?
1: Mm, that is, I think, a I think you can find out why we need meditating. I tell you so many meditation benefits, right? Yeah. Release your your stress and help you calm down your nerves. A lot, blah blah blah. The lot, of the I don't have to to say how many benefits on there is. But for my own experience, really, meditation like I just shared before, it's helped me to connect with my inner self connect with my inner wisdom meditation definitely is not just sit there five minutes 10 minutes half hour for nothing there I do have knowledge how do we breathing how do you connect your heart how do you use the tool there is even also like i said the walking you can be walking meditation but when you're walking you bring the awareness everything mm is awareness. So when you start meditation, oh, I have another story. Do you have, a, have a time for my story? Yes,
0: please. <laughs> All of them.
1: <laughs> so I have another story for meditation. That is amazing, amazing mm, story. You know, I love traveling in India. Like you said, once I was in India, I remember in Bangalore, that in India, Bangalore, so I will say, "Okay, I want to find a park to meditating. You know when we think about the park, there will be quiet nature, it's a beautiful place for you to take a walk or meditating right When walking into the park in India that I immediately know in that park have so many people, it's so crowded. The kids was running around, was laughing, crying. There you know in India there is a cow and a goat in the park <laughs> and even people ride a motorcycle inside the park. And that park was in the middle of the city. All of the car around you hear all of the beeping. So all of the noise you can find in the world. So <laughs> That answer, another question is, is uh, you, maybe you didn't ask, but I want to say, people always say, Do I need meditation in a quiet place? Then I can do meditation. I don't have a place to meditate because it's too loud, too quiet. And I need a quiet place. So that's what I tell you about. It's when walking there, you can hear all of the noise in the world. <laughs> I was sad. My intention is meditation. i already there anyway. I just find a uh, little bit quiet place next to the tree or some place, little bit quiet. I start meditating beginning five to 10 minutes. I still hear all of the noise, all of the cars, all the beepings, but I don't know how long, maybe 20 or 30 minutes pass by. I'm not sure. Suddenly, suddenly all of the sounds is faded. Suddenly I heard the sound of the leaf dropping from the tree at that moment i tell you Danny i forgot where i was who i am my heart have a tremendous peace and uh, i heard all the noise become harmony you can i I got a goosebumps you know i still I feel that that it is that moment after that moment, I realize it really it's not about how much noise outside. It's how much you can tap in inside you. That's the peace inside your heart. So that's the reason why I love meditating.
0: Mm, what a beautiful story.
1: So you don't need a quiet place. You don't need. A, you just need a daily practice with your meditation. Step by step, you will be slip in the gap. We like to say gap is between thoughts to the thoughts, between your breathing, between everything have a gap. So when you sleep in that gap, you can find the infinity peace.
0: Oof. Yes in the gap yeah i've heard somebody say too like god is in the pause but i i god is everywhere right it's like it's not just in the pause it's kind of in the inhale and exhale too it's in everything but with your story and how you found the inner peace you went so deep inside yourself that you found peace and harmony that everything outside started to become peaceful and harmonious too yes. um and that just speaks to the inner journey if you want to help your outside world go within and get to that jewel
1: yummy right
0: yummy it's so good yummy. it's so good yes.
1: that's what i said it's we have a choice you have a choice you are unique if you know that and you believe that then practice your uniqueness
0: mm. Practice. so how do you practice your uniqueness
1: That's come back to the daily practice in, in embodied uh, implement. Like today we talk about many tools already, right? Yeah. If you implement any of these tools, then just doing that continue doing that. So how do you use that English language? I always forgot. is like you continue doing something. Um, You need to stick there to doing like I practice meditation. every day. Huh?
0: Like the discipline.
1: Yes. Okay. Point. Okay. It's most the people cannot go to more deeper because they do maybe a couple of times. Oh, why well, I haven't found that yet. Then they don't do anymore. Mm. Think about it. If even you, if you already have anxiety really bad, your anxiety not come from today, not from yesterday. It's days, years, right? So, meditation also, if you practice days, years, you will find the peace
0: mm, I love it it's so it's so good it's delicious like I could talk about this stuff all day. I really just eat it up it's so I feel like this is like the juice of life. This is like what we're here for and here to discover um is this stuff, and this path is so beautiful, the spiritual journey is so beautiful it's so um has the light and the dark and the shadow and the light and the the discipline and then the reward, it has everything in it. And I just love it. Um, and that reminded me, too, when I studied the Gita, the last thing I remember hearing from my teacher was like this Krishna was telling Arjuna, who's fighting the battlefield, um, this takes endurance and faith. And I think that it reminds me of my, even my athletic, my bodybuilding journey, it takes endurance. It's not going to happen in one year. It's not going to happen in one meditation. It has to take the faith and belief that this is going to work. If I stay with this for years and years and years, and it's something that happens so subtly because we practice it so often over a long period of time that we don't even notice. But maybe when we look back at how we would have handled a situation, um, or look back at who we were a year or two ago, we see, oh my goodness, my energy is different. My spirit is different. I, I am different. Um, and so maybe this is on the same line as the journey. But um, so the, po- the name of the podcast is called Talking Each Other Home.
1: Mm, I love that name.
0: Thank you. We and
1: are it- in our heart. We all have a home in our heart. So also, I want to say really from all of the practice, if you feel if you are beginners, it's best the way you can find a mentor, like I'm the spiritual mentor, spiritual teacher, you can find the teacher really help you, lead you. So the teacher kind of like map, like guidance, help you go through all the darkness, go through sometimes because for me, I have a lot of teachers. Like I go to Tibet, go to all of this, even here. I still have my mentors. It's really important have your mentor, have your teacher, have someone who have more experience, who you can trust. Also, who can see your blind spot because you cannot see what's behind you, but your teacher can help you. So find that person is worth for your investment. It's very, help your life shift.
0: 1000%. I agree with that. Um my the mentors in my life, I could almost cry talking about them. Because I went through so much stuff, but the one constant that remained even over the last couple of years has been the mentors, the mentorship. Even though I changed states, changed jobs, shaved my head, like did all this stuff, the mentors is what kept me grounded and kept me focused on the spiritual path and all of this stuff that was hurricaning around me didn't even matter. So I love what you, I love the mentorship and, you know, we have many different mentors in our life, you know, we'll learn from this one and then, okay, that vibration will start to change a little bit. Then you find your next one. And it's almost like, once you kind of ask the universe, are you, are totally ready for this next part in your journey? The mentor will show up for you. They will kind of appear. Yeah.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, we have different mentors. Like you are asked, like when you study, when you, you have mentor teaching you that part, right? Now you have your spiritual awakening. Then you want the mentor for your spirits, for your spiritual awakening. So each part of your life, then you have different mentors. That's find the mentor is also is one self-love because you're taking care of yourself. Yes.
0: Yes, absolutely. And the question I was gonna ask about where is home for you, so if I say, you know Ram Das, do you know Ram Das mm, teacher yeah he he died a couple of years ago, but I just love him. If there's anybody I could listen to for the rest of my life, it's Ram Das um and he has a, a saying that says we're all just walking each other home, so that's where I got and got the name for the podcast. um, but what is home what is how do you describe home? I
1: describe the home really is the uh, you can say your higher self or your uh, higher energy. The reason I say that, you know, before when I started my spiritual journey, I didn't know that the spiritual, that was how I was quiet Each time I cry, I would be fed, uh, fighting with that. And I feel embarrassed with my crying. Then my teacher was say, you crying because that's your heart filled home. The oh. tear of the joy, that is the cry, the tears. So that's the home in your heart. Mm. That's also I always teaching people. So no matter where you are, no matter what uh, you, uh, uh, when you feel low, when when you feel down, don't fear, don't, don't 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 fight. Just connect. Just go back to your home. That means connect with your heart.
0: Mm-hmm. That is good. That is that is good. This whole this whole talk today, um, I almost want to go back and take notes and like see where I'm in and out of self-love, what I can do a little bit better with my disciplines. Um, so Rhea, is there anything else that you want to share with anybody about where they can find you, what you have going on? Um, please, I would love for people to be able to connect with you. I mean, I feel like I've been blessed in so many ways that we've become friends, um, but how can other people find you?
1: Mm, thank you, thank you, darling. Yeah, you can find me uh, through my email, like uh, ria1369 uh, at gmail.com. And also you can find me from my website, zincquency Art of Healing. So I wanted to say a little bit, I always explain what is Zenquency because I'm a sun healer, so I use a lot of sun healings. So we always talk about the frequency, right? You take a F out, put a Zen, so that brings the Zen frequency. That mm. is my website,
0: Zen Frequency Art of Healing. Awesome, and we'll put I'll put all the links in the show description so people can find you really easily. And I'm so excited that you're coming to to do a little sound healing for the kids tonight. I have a for those of you guys who don't know, I have a kids course uh, called Conscious Kids right now. And Rhea is going to come tonight and play for like the last 10 ish, something like that minutes of class. And um, yeah, for the kids. And I'm so excited to introduce them to this. It's going to be wonderful. Thank you for even offering up your time too.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. So I'm so excited for the kids. I want to play with kids.
0: (laughs) I think it's going to be wonderful. Mm, This was such a good episode. Rhea, thank you with all my heart. Thank you. Thank you
1: thank you thank you
0: Mm. and everybody thank you so much for watching and for joining us for another episode i appreciate your time and energy more than i could ever explain see you on the next one peace